Welcome to Our Jewish Roots. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the men of old received divine approval. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. Faith for the future, our journey with the patriarchs. We are so glad you've joined us today. I am David Hart. I'm Kirsten Hart. I am Jeffrey Seif. A little sad because we're putting a wrap on a series in this show, correct? It's been 10 great programs. I can't believe we're done. Thank you for your insight, not only from you, but your wife who's been sitting at this desk. Dr. Barry Seif will be right here. Yeah, She's coming she'll, back. She'll be here in short order, the better half to be sure. Yes. Well, you've taken us on a wonderful journey of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and their wives. Yes, and indeed. Well, life's a journey, mm -hmm. and Bible teachers journey back. And speaking of journeys, we're going back home, in fact. This series has been about faith for the future. We'll look at a little fear for the future. Jacob was a tad bit uncertain as he went back to Canaan to face off his brother Esau. It had been nearly 21 years since Jacob had seen his twin brother Esau. And now on his journey back through Canaan, he is troubled by a message warning him that Esau is coming with 400 men. Because of Jacob, Esau had lost his birthright, as well as his father's blessing. Bent on revenge, he had once sworn to slay his brother Jacob. Adonai Eloi. Our story begins today with a hero being in a really dark place. I know the series is all about faith for the future, but I'm telling you, he didn't have any, at least not at this moment. The bottom fell out. He was really in trouble. Let's look at what the Bible says so you'll see that I'm not exaggerating. We're told in Genesis chapter 32, verse 8 in the Hebrew rendition, uh, others, verse 7, says Jacob became extremely afraid and distressed. Vayera uh, in Hebrew, vayetzer, that is afraid and distressed. The word ma'od is noted too, extremely. We endeavored, of course, to bring that out in the drama so you don't just capture the words but the emotion that comes along with it. 
The first thing that comes to the fore relative to this story is the fact that sometimes, even in God's plan, in his place, we can become extremely upended. God's working behind the scenes, but he's working with a human being that doesn't see it. Last time Jacob was where he is right now, he was running from Canaan. He had Israel in the rearview mirror, but now he has it in the windshield and he's heading back there and his unfinished business. Esau was bent on killing him. And quite frankly, brothers say, I'm gonna kill you and I'm gonna kill you. They don't necessarily mean it. Esau meant it and he had the capability to do it. That's why Jacob's mom said, you better get out of here, you can't handle your brother. But now mom's not there to protect him. Circumstances eroded in Syria where he was. This guy gets bounced around by circumstances. Something falls apart, he goes there. That falls apart, he goes there. It looks like his world is coming to an end, but God's just using those circumstances to get him where he needs to go. Interesting, isn't it, how God uh, works providentially like that, but he's working with a human being who's extremely upset. He hears Esau's coming to greet him. He knows Jacob's coming back to town after a little over 20 years. And uh, it's not just Esau alone. He's got 400 men. Sounds like a war party to me. And uh, Jacob knew he's capable of exacting vengeance, as I'd said. Well, what does he want to do? He wants to play his cards correctly when you go down to 21. And the verses might differ a little between the way uh, the reckoning exists here in the Hebrew Bible and the English. But we're told here that Jacob looks to appease him. He sends gifts ahead in order to, to placate him, in order to uh, calm this thing down. We're told as well he sends gifts ahead of him with saying then afterward um, he wants to see his face and perhaps he'll lift up my face. People talk about a downcast countenance and to be sure this individual is working with it. Well the story plays out good enough Esau is minded to be kindly disposed toward him. Of course uh, Jacob sent a lot of gifts in advance to try and warm his heart. He knew that his brother was very materialistic and his brother didn't have a mind for spiritual things, which is part why he didn't get the birthright and all the goodies. Uh, he wouldn't have known what to do with it. Jacob was the one who providentially was placed to, to carry that into the future, in part because Esau wasn't worthy of doing it by virtue of these characteristics I've just described. Well, he placates him with gifts. You know, in the Bible, we're told to be wise as a serpent and innocent as a dove. I see some of that at play here, but not just Jacob's sechel. It's a Jewish term, not just his smarts. God's working through it. He and Esau get reconciled for the moment. But Jacob's, you know, Esau says, look, let me go with you and help you out. Jacob says, look, you know, not so fast, you know, that you go ahead and, you know, I'll catch up with you down the road. He knew that Esau was very unstable and he might just change his mind. Well, I'll tell you someone who doesn't change his mind and that's the Lord and God's working through this. Uh, Jacob left with nothing but two nickels to rub together. He comes back a very wealthy man, but it's all in peril. But God uh, gets him past all that and he gets him one step closer to his destiny as he's on the road, walking by faith into his future. Our resource this week, the series Faith for the Future, Our Journey with the Patriarchs on DVD. 
Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob put their faith in action, changing the course of their lives, leading to increased dependence on the Lord. These 10 programs feature Bible teaching by Dr. Jeffrey Seif with special guest Dr. Barry Seif, plus dramatic reenactments filmed in Israel. Contact us and ask for the DVD series, Faith for the Future. All of us at this desk love Israel so much, and Dr. Barry Seif is back with us. And um, people ask us all the time, what is a favorite place that you go in Israel? And it's really hard for us to say. How about you? Well, I love the landing. I love it when people applaud yes. when the plane lands after that flight. That's the hardest part of going to Israel, just that long flight getting there. But also Galilee, the area, because we know that is a place where Yeshua was. And then also Jerusalem because of the three faiths that converge on that property. And you see the different quarters, the different flavors of people. It's really a profound experience. And I always like to encourage people, you need to come back to Israel because you'll never see it all on a first trip. It's very true. Yep. So Kirsten, I thought you were going to say flavors of food. <laughs> Kirsten, hey, I was ready to yes. say, oh, I get you. Kirsten loves the food there. I know you probably do too. Oh my All goodness, you do. can tell it's God's land when you look at some of the vegetable sizes. They're humongous yes. and so good. You so eat good. fulfilled prophecy. You're eating fulfilled That's prophecy. Beautiful. That's beautiful. So true. Wow. That's good. What makes me happy, and I mean it sincerely, is to see the faces of the people that go there. It's such a turn on for people to, to walk in the Bible lands and to see it and experience it for the first, second time. I kind of pick up some of that radiance. It's like being at a wedding. You can't help but be a little happy just to see the bride and the groom, and I love the faces of the people. Mm. We love seeing the, mm. the faces of the people in Israel. We also love seeing the faces of the people from our Bible come alive. We're about to do that right now. Let's watch as Jacob has a nighttime wrestling match with the divine. Thinking it best that he appease his brother, Jacob met with his servants, saying, maybe Esau will forgive me and accept me if I present him gifts. Specially selected herds of animals would be gathered and sent ahead of their personal meeting. His wives, maids, and children would also proceed Jacob. But first, that very evening, there would be a remarkable encounter with the divine. It would change Jacob's life forever. Shimcha 
אני מברכך, ישראל, את בניך ואת בני בניך, מעתה ועד עולם. It was a dark night, it was a cold night. Jacob found himself in a lonely place. And what happened there? In Hebrew it says, Vaye Avek, that is, that he wrestled. And in that dark, lonely place, he wrestled with God, we're told. I think, in fact, his whole life he'd been wrestling. He needed to wrestle, he needed to lose. Strong guy, a lot of strength of his own person going. And he had some issues in his own person that needed to get polished up a little bit. But here we are, he's making his way back to Israel, to the, the place of his destiny, of his future, to the place that's promised. And we're told here that night he wrestles with God, it was, in fact. And, and he goes on in verse 31, in my version here, it says, Vayikro Yaakov Shem HaMakom. And Jacob named the place Piniel, from Ponim in Hebrew, face, and El, God, because he, he saw the face of God there. Ki roiti Elohim ponim El ponim. I've seen God face to face. I believe personally that people need to have that face to face experience. People want to be led by God and have faith for the future. Well, we need to see God face to face and be oriented toward the future. And that's what happens here. As I began this segment with, he found himself in a dark place, but then the light shined upon him. Not one artificially lit by a fire, but actually the face of God, God showing up as he is now finally, after over 20 years, making his way to his place. In this series, we've talked about faith for the future. Well, this Hebrew man's future was in Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, actually named after him. His name was changed from Jacob to Israel. And here he is on the final approach to use airplane language. He's making his way into his destiny. And God shows up. Actually, God had been with him the whole time. He didn't always see him. Here there's this face-to-face -face seeing. Sometimes he just saw darkness. Sometimes he's wrestling. Sometimes things seem to be going against him. It's not always easy to see the face of God and the hand of God working through less than hope for circumstances. But it was what it was to get this man where he needed to be. Whether it's him, whether it's me, whether it's you, God has a way of leading us on into the future. Let's have faith for the future. And when we do have faith in God for the future, the future can be very, very bright. My wife is going to come in short order and close out this series, at least a teaching segment here. And I want to thank you for going on the journey with me, with us. If you're at a place in life where you need some faith for your future, open up the Bible. What I've done here, well, what we've done through dramatic vignettes, through storytelling, me a little bit from the head as a professor type, Barry, a doctor too, my wife coming from the heart, all of us, whether it's the production crew, the actors and actresses, the teaching staff, all of us have endeavored to talk to you about faith for the future because we believe that faith pays dividends. 
if you're at a place in life where it's characterized by lack of faith, that is, lack of belief of your own prospects for the future, a lack of belief in God because you feel you've been let down in the past, let me tell you, get that shield of faith up. Let me encourage you to turn to Him. He has a wonderful plan for your life. He's not just about leading Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob into their futures. He's about leading me and you. I grew up with an older brother, and there were times where we wrestled on shag carpeting, but I've never wrestled with an angel. That's bizarre and crazy, isn't it? How can Jacob win? <laughs> right? I wrestle with an angel. This is my angel right here. You get points there for that go. one. That's good. Okay, I, we have two doctors right here, brilliant theologians. So did Jacob need the humbling? Is that what it's all about? Well, I believe so. I think that Jacob experienced brokenness, not only physically, but I believe in his heart, in his spirit. And yet God is adequate within that brokenness. And God blessed him after that brokenness happened. And the name Israel, he got the name Israel. Israel mm -hmm. means wrestled with an angel, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Words, names are really literal in Hebrew, right? Beautiful, yes. One that yes. wrestled with an angel. Yes, and we see that name Israel. They're still wrestling today mm -hmm. in the 21st century. But God. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. We take you now to our last drama, and then Dr. Seif, Barry Seif, will give us some more insight. Let's go to our drama now. Jacob was relieved. Thankfully, his meeting with Esau had been cordial and without incident. While Esau returned to the hills of Edom, Jacob journeyed on through Canaan, stopping at Sukkoth, Shechem, and Bethel. It was here in Bethel that Jacob had previously anointed a stone to mark the place he called the gateway to heaven. This house of God had been the site of his dream in which he saw angels ascending and descending a heavenly ladder. Here in Bethel, Jacob would once again hear the voice of the Lord. And God said unto Jacob, I have changed your name to Israel. I am El Shaddai. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation, indeed a group of nations, will come from you. Kings will be descended from you. And the land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed after thee will I give the land. This road had been well traveled. Jacob's grandfather Abraham had walked it, starting in Ur, then Haran, then On as an alien through the land of Canaan. His father Isaac had walked it, this road of faith. Yes, it had some difficult turns, some narrow passageways, but in the end, it carved its way to a better place. This road will always be remembered as one of redemption, of praise and celebration to the God of Israel, who transcends all time. love the country of Israel, modern Israel. It's exciting, it's vibrant, 
but I didn't always used to feel that way. Before I was a believer, Israel was just another country over there across the pond. My parents went to Israel on their 25th wedding anniversary. But then when I came to faith in Yeshua in 1980, I was in between jobs in 1987 and I had an opportunity to go serve with the Israeli army on a program called Volunteers for Israel. I served for almost a month. We wore the army uniform. We ate at the army base. I lived in the Arab quarter of Tel Aviv. It was a very difficult experience for me. I realized that I truly was a Jewish American princess because there was no air conditioning, culture shock, jet lag, language challenges, and on top of all of that, spiritual warfare. But I learned to be so blessed in the land. Since that time, I've been back three dozen times. Dr. Jeffrey Seif has been there over 50 times. There's nothing like the land of Israel. Now, in the late 1800s, Sir Whetstone from Britain developed a process called stereoscopy, which incorporated the three dimensions, length, width, and height, but then the fourth dimension is time. But when you go to Israel, you see the land and you see the Bible in the fifth dimension, that spiritual dimension. There's nothing like going to Israel. Your Bible becomes alive. It's exciting. And I want to encourage you that if you've never been on a Zola tour, that save your pennies and go. That trip will change your life. It will change your relationship with the Lord. And it will count not only for now, but for eternity. Shalom. Join us right now for additional content that is only available on our social media sites, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Visit our website, levitt.com, for the current and past programs, the television schedule, tour information, and our free monthly newsletter, which is full of insightful articles and news commentary. View it online, or we can ship it directly to your mailbox every month. Also on our website is the online store, there, you can order this week's resource, or you can always give us a call at 1-800-WONDERS. Your donations to Our Jewish Roots help us to support these organizations as they bless Israel. Please remember we depend on tax-deductible donations from viewers like you. We've really enjoyed, we hope you've really enjoyed having Dr. Barry Seif with us. Thank you so much for your insight and- blessing. Your teaching along with Wisdom your husband. Wisdom is a blessing. Thank and you fun. So much. Good. Good, good. <laughs> well, you just bring a different angle, not that your angle isn't wonderful, but together, we're just thankful that, that we're all family and we're a team that wants to bring faith for the future. That's vitally important. You know, I was thrilled to have Barry on board. I was glad when our producer said, hey, Jeff, let's do it. Because when we think of the footsteps of our forefathers, it's easy to forget our foremothers. Now, I don't know if that's a name, if that's a real word, but the truth is, is these marvelous men were accompanied with marvelous women. And uh, the journey of faith, it's something we all need today because we all 
you know, we fret, we're concerned about circumstances. It hits me, it hits you, it hits you, it hits all of us. And I'm glad I make the journey with this wonderful woman and glad to be able to explore what the Bible says about a walking by faith in an uncertain future. Yes. In your testimony, back when you broke your feet, yeah, foot, and foot, right? Yeah, yeah. You were in pain, but you heard from God during that whole time, and that's really incredible. Well, when we go through those times, I didn't want to waste it. I figured there was a purpose. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I just, you know, misstepped. And so God turned it around, made it work for good, and it really was a lifetime lesson. Up to that point, I had gotten my uh, MBA, I'd done marathons, but that was really an ultra marathon. But we have faith, just like Sarah. And I really love that verse, Hebrews 11, 11, that uh, it says, by faith, Sarah received the ability to conceive beyond the proper time because she considered him faithful who promised. And so I had to believe that God is faithful. Um, he's not a bad God. When I read in the Bible, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desire of your heart. My desire was to be vertical <laughs> again, right. instead of horizontal on a, on a bed. And uh, I just kept believing, and then he brought even better fruit out of it. There was a reason that that happened, I think, for you to yes. hear from the Lord. Yes, and these patriarchal mm -hmm. and matriarchal couples, these individuals, give us the impetus to go forward to believe against all odds and circumstances. And for restoration. I mean, we saw in today's program that Jacob and Esau were restored in fellowship and in their relationship. And that's the God of restoration. It's a you know, beautiful story in you, the end. You made a point earlier about that too, about wrestling with the angel. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in the uh, Genesis text, we're told uh, with the language that he wrestled uh, with God. But uh, in Hosea 12, therein the author gives voice to the messenger of God or the angel of God. We all wrestle a little bit with, mm. with things divine on occasion, don't we? Mm -hmm. Right, and I, mm -hmm. I just want whoever's watching this right now, if you are hearing my voice, if you might feel that you are in a time of wrestling with God, so many people walk through that. God is a God of peace, joy, restoration. He wants to give you hope. There is an end to yes. the wrestling, and he does restore relationship. If we listen. If we listen yes. and obey. Yeah. yeah. Amen. It's good and news. And step by step, I keep thinking about Abraham and Sarai, just that walking and the, the path, the journey that they're on. It's just the same for us, step by step, with a little bit of light for every step. Mm. You know, and, and at the end of the uh, series, I would encourage you to go back and, and look at some of these because it's not just looking at the teaching of Jeffrey and Barry Seif and the Hearts. It's, it's, it's reconstructing biblical journey story about people who braved the hazards of uncertainty and came out victors at the end. There's lessons for you, for God to speak to your heart by doing your part at looking at the biblical testimony. Thank you for your teaching, for your insight. Thank you for joining us at this desk. Can't believe it's over. Let's I wish it program. wasn't, but <laughs> as you go, Sha'alu Shalom Yerushalayim. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Give thanks for the peace of Jerusalem, peace on earth and goodwill to all men. And the hope knows that the God of Israel moved his mighty arm and
Candy brought us back from everywhere. The whole world knows that our God has brought us home, and we pray for peace.